Hello and good evening and good afternoon and maybe perhaps good morning at any situation that this is catching you. I wanted to touch base a little bit about the current situation of news and all of the items that are hitting the news. Um, so as you guys may have made yourself aware, uh, this podcast have become stagnant or if not, um, not utilized in over a year and perhaps a little bit longer than that. And that's mainly because obviously things have uh, taken turn, uh, have been basically uh, taken over um, due to events, you know, personally. Um, Not that I don't want a podcast, it's just finding the time to do that. However, um, just wanted to kind of inform you in that regards didn't want to give you the whole somber story. I'll save you on that's that story for a later time and perhaps then maybe I'll blog it. Who knows? But honestly, the reason why you're here is because you want to hear about tech and news and you don't have the time to kind of digest all of the things that are happening within uh, the tech space. And obviously, I like to dig into the aspect of like what's going on with Facebook, what's going on with now. Well, actually, you know what? What's going on with Meta? What's going on with X? What used to be Twitter? Uh, what's going on with Amazon? What's going on with different parts of of cryptocurrency, the current space that uh, Bitcoin uh, is heading in or cryptocurrency as a whole is going in. Um, but things get a little bit more interesting because now the whole conversation is premise about AI and what does AI really stand for? How does that come about? How is AI going to help or hinder or take away jobs? And to be perfectly honest with you, there's a lot to be talked about and to make a podcast actually uh, stick and be somewhat entertainable, right? Like entertain able for me so that I'd be able to kind of do this on a consistent basis is to talk about the things that I'm currently looking at. And the best way to do that is just just to see what's in the news and 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 perfectly honest with with you and those who are listening or have been listening to my previous podcast is that, you know, I, I get into this whole monotone and start talking this is the current event that is going on and blah, 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 right? Like it's it's not normal. It's not a normal conversation. It makes it hard for anybody to listen to. And it's like, okay, got it. Moving on to the next thing. Um, here it is. So in the topic of AI, I, I want you to sit back and think of a world where you as an individual had went to college and you might be you might be in the era right today in the era of today where you are in college and you're looking to write a paper and you have two choices choice number 1 you take the book that the professor or the school has given you which you pay $300 for right let let let's just say that $300 is baseline i'm not saying that every book is $300 it could be way less i've seen books as as, as little as 50 bucks. And I've seen books ranging from maybe 750. And I'm sure there are books that are out there that are way more money than that. And and to be quite honest with you, once you go through all, all of the pages, like I could have gotten this through Amazon for like 30 bucks. But either way, this is not 
the podcast for that. So going back, you have two choices on how to deal with AI and you're in the era of going to college. You can say, I'm just going to take this book and I'm going to regurgitate um, all of the information, put it in my own words, spin it, put it in APA standard format. In addition to that, I'm going to cite from five different locations. That's not that's minus Wikipedia, minus uh, out of uh, the ordinary websites. You're going to have to go and dig around for the citations. Now, what AI has done is made the process of creating an essay or perhaps the papers, right? It could be five pages long. It can help you in the process of making you that much better. One, if you look at um, writing papers, we, we tend to so just be very narrow focused, right? And we try to do the best we can with transitions. But what if I can tell you that AI does a way better job. Now, the only issue that we run into, especially when it comes to AI, is that it doesn't really cite where that information is coming from. So you have to tell AI in a manner that it, it, it's one, you have to prompt it, and two, you have to phrase it in a manner that it fits in within those five pages some way, somehow, so that it's almost in your own words. Now, your professor will not be able to tell whether it's yours or not unless you forget something, right, created by AI or something stupid. But here, here's the dilemma, right? There, there's, a, there's a moral dilemma about AI as a whole, especially when you're in college. Do you take the easy route so that you can go out and have friends or have fun with your friends? Or you take the hard route where you stay up all night, but... But you, you kind of want the, the advantage at the long run. Well, you take the hard route. You spend, I don't know, maybe a week putting this thing together. But you, you, you have pride in it because you created it. Your mind had put you through the process of thinking pretty hard, right? You use all of these resources, your brain power. You're sitting behind a computer you're just hand jamming away. Either way, in both cases, you're still going to sit there and you're going to hand jam all this information into, I don't know, five pages. And I'm using five just because it's baseline, right? I'm not saying that you have to create 15 pages because every professor, every classroom is different. Depending on the scenario, what it is at your state, what you're doing, right? That's on a case-by-case basis. But what I am saying is, if you're the type of person that wants to go drive in that, you want to go in that direction of creating things out of your own head and putting things together and feeling prideful of the things that you put together, then great, go in that avenue. But if you are the type of person that wants to go to college but just can't find the extra time to do X, Y, Z, given that most college students are between the ages of like maybe 17 through 22 and upwards to the oldest is 25 at that point if you're 25 in college and living in dorms then um there's nothing wrong with that right like there there are some older folks that rather be in campus because there's less distraction if you can afford it then great but if you're 25 you're in campus then you know you're you're doing something wrong um however 
when it comes to doing assignments, especially when it comes to AI, what part of it do you want or do not want? And, and I'm not looking at it from the ethical standpoint. I'm looking at it from the efficiency standpoint. How can it make you that more efficient? But there are some caveats to that. And those caveats are, right, you, you take the AI route, you take whatever spits at you or whatever it spits to you, and you put it on this paper, not knowing the context, right? You understand that this is, these are the words that are uh, associated with that paper or whatever it is. Now, what it comes down to, you end up making a little bit of work for yourself because now you have to put in the citation and the citation has to match what's in there, right? You want to be able to cite it correctly. At least like that, the professor doesn't know that you use AI. Completely get it. But when it comes to the moral and ethical standpoint, um, do you feel comfortable enough that AI is doing this for you? But do you also, in, in, in turn... Do you feel comfortable enough to have spent a whole week? And let me just also add in this extra thing, this extra layer. You as an individual, you take pride in your work. You, you're probably an A-B student. No problem, right? But you spent the whole entire week putting this paper together in day in and day out. You must love studying. That's just what it is. But you spent... This whole entire week putting this thing together, maybe the whole month putting it together to just get a, a, a an average, maybe score, right? An average score can be anywhere between a high C and low B, given that the particular topic tickles you a lot enough for you to be like, I love this topic. And the professor just doesn't see it. He gives you feedback or she gives you feedback saying that you need to be able to add these things. But yet you have another person that utilizes AI, and now you're crushed, right? You're not happy with the results. You got a low B. You kind of hit yourself over the head for not doing better because you wanted an A out of it, and perhaps in your head it was an A. Or you got a C, and you want, and, and you, you should have got a B out of it. That's no here, no there, right? But what I'm saying is, is like you're completely crushed over the fact that this happened, but your pride your pride is crushed completely. In turn, you have a person that had you utilize the AI to generate the information that going on that's going to be put on this paper. He or she has the same grade as you. A low B, high C. Less effort, right? More time. But it, it, and, and I know that some of these folks that are out here, they were like, well, you're not really using your brain. Well, most times than not, when it comes to doing of any sort of thinking and critical thinking or, or some sort, you're using things that are part of your experience, work experience, corporate knowledge. And honestly, you don't get that corporate knowledge until maybe you're in your 30s and you have been in a position to think that way. But we're not saying that you're going to go to college, you're going to gain all of the critical thinking skills through college because that's a falsehood. And I promise you that you will not gain this. 
You'll go to college, you'll learn, and 75% as what they say, right? And I say they, as in like in general, right? These individuals who learn all this information, they lose it. No longer, no longer needed, no longer utilize it, except maybe a fraction of it. And that fraction is that discipline, which brings another case, right? Do you, as a person, knowing that AI exists, your moral compass, do you continue down that rabbit hole of, I'm going to utilize, I'm going to utilize AI in my work ethic, in my own work and, and and this is a moral dilemma because there are some people, right? And I and I like to use, um, I like to use this as an example because you, you are now creating cyborgs, and these cyborgs are individuals who are humans, right? They have great thought processes. They're able to do things, and they love to produce. But there are certain areas that a person lacks, and sometimes that lack. Is, is, is a person who lacks to explain, um, elaborate, put things on paper, but a very, very intelligent, very methodical, logical, right? But struggles to, to say things out loud. So why not use AI to help you along those cases, right? At that point, you just made an enhanced human. Makes you think a little bit, right? Like now at that point, you're like, well, if that's the case and you're utilizing it that way, then that's not a bad thing. But hear me out, right? Now you have a great writer. Let's let's put one for one, right? We 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 take two people, you have a great writer, and, and this is also along the lines of writing your own paper in college, right? Very prideful, has always done great in college, but he's a he or she is a great writer. And now we're looking at it from the standpoint, a great writer with a mediocre writer. The mediocre writer takes the avenue of using AI, whereas the good, good writer just continues down the rabbit hole. They're the same hole that they've always been. And now that you introduce the mediocre with great logic is more efficient and does it in less time than the good writer. And then let me just say this, the same concept happens, and forgive me if you can hear the tapping in the background because I'm getting a little passionate about it, is that now with AI, you have an efficient writer that just speaks well, has logical sense, and this is the person that used AI through college, whereas the person that had just grind his teeth to make sure that he has this B or A. You know, there's 4.5 average or maybe 4.0 average in college, and there's nothing wrong. Maybe it's 4.78 or some, some, some sort, right? I'm going to use that as an arbitrary number, right? Maybe 5.0, A, in A. And now that person is now struggling to keep up with the average person. Now, the person that spent all this time writing this paper is just okay, you know, compared to this now new cyborg AI utilizer. You might be saying, well, at some point, the AI will be taking over that particular person's job, both jobs. Let's put it that way. And I say no. And, and the reason why I say no, it will not happen, at least in the near future, is because you need to have an operator. Think about it like a crane. You still need an operator to, 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 to pick up things and to drop and to move 
and you need to feed it, right? And these are the things that requires AI. A AI is just a machine that picks up information, tries to put all this, you know, basically is machine learning at a larger scale. So it's a machine, it's uh, MLM, which is a, uh, or LMA, I think it's large machine learning model or something like that, right? It's it's a large machine that has all this information. It looks at all the line items and says, oh, that's how humans use the words. And it's like the more often that they see it, le machine learning, is like the often they put these words together. And as that happens, they construct a a, a sentence that is readable, which is the reason why AI today has been exciting. But let me just go back a little bit because you guys are going to be like, oh, well, AI is dangerous. Well, you didn't think anything of it when we were looking at the Jetsons when the, when the, when the door opens. The only thing we don't have is flying cars. But you rely heavily on AI in many aspects of our lives. GPS is one giving us the best routes. But we don't think of that as AI. We just think of it as just a map. But when we think about our alarm clock, but you, you, you got to be telling me that predictions of weather is not AI because it's not. It's something that's predictable, which is wrong, right? We say, well, 20% of that is correct, okay? But what about the things like sensors within your own car, uh, being able to stop when it predicts that there's going to be a collision. That is all computer-based, but we don't call it AI because it's other people call it something different. It just says, hey, my computer decided not to do that. The fact is, it is a programming language that it's, you know, obviously it's, it's hard programmed in, right? To, to, it has a start and an end. And meets that criteria. It's I call it the if 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 this happens, then that happens, right? Or else do something else. But when it comes to AI, it is continuously learning. That's the only difference between hard program and AI, and continuously learning and evolving. And this is where some of these folks would be like, well, if that's the case, then we're out of a job. Like I said. You are not completely out of a job only for the simple sake that you still need an operator, but jobs are going to always choose a person that's more efficient, is a lot more accurate, and is able to produce things at a fraction of a cost. In today's world, we don't can't and cannot afford to spend hours and maybe weeks and maybe months. Maybe the government can. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating at this point. What we want to do is prepare ourselves as, as, as humanoids and to be cyborgs of the world is to utilize AI for our fair advantage. <clears throat> and, I'm, and I'm saying this, that if you're starting a business, let me just say this much. Would you hire a person to give you consultation? Of what things you could have found online, right? You want to start your own LLC and in this realm. 
you might be tempted to just hire a person to coach you along. I need a website. You know the basics already, right? From starting a business. You need an LLC. You need insurance. You need to be able to come up with a laundry list of things that you are going to be offering as services. You're going to, you know, are you open Monday through Fridays? Is it a weekend gig? Is it a whatever? Then on top of that, you have to come up with contracts, given that you have to hire somebody to come up like a lawyer to come up with a contract because they're going to have to look it over so that you ensure that you are covered. But let me just say this much, right? If AI was not in your arsenal, how much do you think that would have cost you? And yeah, you could have said, yeah, I can use the free version of AI to come up with this information. But what if like just say if you use ChatGPT Chat GPT4 and you pay the premium costs and you say, I hey AI, I, I or ChatGPT, I want to come up with a contract that is surrounding these areas and modify it. And you modify it enough, given that if you would have just went online and looked it up and you could have just had an overcompensating um, contract or policy to be given to a person. You might be tempted to say, well, doesn't that cover everything? But it's true, but if you have a person that says what is specific to your job or trait, that is the distinguishing difference. I don't care what anybody tells you. It's like, they're going to come after our jobs. Well, I don't know how to tell you this, but a lot of times we evolved. We evolved outside the, the traditions. So we don't read books anymore physically, right? We can, uh, the option is still there. Physical books, you can still read your books online. Your newspapers are online. You get your news through videos too, right? Um, your Walkman for, 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 for just sake of just throwing things in there, we've evolved to the point that we don't have to have the traditional routes, it, it is it is completely and almost gone. And this is not a bad thing. It's just we want to evolve. We want to do things better, be efficient, have more time. But you might look at it from the standpoint that we might be losing money. How, how do we lose money? And obviously, when things become a lot more efficient, someone or thing is losing out. But that's where the mind and the person and the human becomes creative. I don't want you to stop to think that the person that has spent three weeks developing this piece of paper from college is less valuable than the person who's able to use and utilize AI. <clears throat> if anything, the person that's, I don't know if you know the bell curve, right? The bell curve are those who don't want to do it. There's ones who are easily adopters, and then there's the ones who adopt it late, later, and the thing is that we're trying to do is, our, is try to get everybody on board with the mindset that AI is not completely wrong or in, you know, going to take any of you guys' jobs. But if anything, it's going to make you an enhanced human. I am not completely against AI and I am not for AI, right? But there's a time and a place when it comes to AI. And, and, I, and I want to touch and preface on security. Because a lot of the information that's being put into this AI is being put into a centralized location, given that it's not just information that is, is as 
easily accessible. So like, let's use this as an example, right? You work for XYZ Corporation, which is working on, on satellites. Let's put it that way. They're working on satellites and this satellite is a private company and this private company has proprietary information that is only, right, only for just that company. So the intern comes in, right? We have an intern that's working on this and perhaps he has the clearance or she has the clearance to be there. And what tends to happen is, is that this, this intern or maybe the person that's been utilizing AI for a very long time decides that they're going to go ahead and utilize this. AI for their advantage so that they can go on to the next thing. The information gets put into the AI. What tends to happen is, yep, got that information. That information that you use that's part of that corporation that is supposed to be proprietary is now in the interwebs of this chat, chat, chat GPT. And I'm not saying interwebs as a, as a whole compassing of internet. All I'm saying is, is that it's being put into a system then gets regurgitated to whoever else is on the other end and also those consumers too as well, like you and I, that's asking questions. Now you're getting information that's based on somebody else's input. You have proprietary information that belongs to that satellite on that server. You might be saying, hey, you know, this not might not be a bad thing or it could be an okay thing, how often? But those are the questions that I do not have. And I always believe that this needs to be researched with someone, something above me. I'm speculating at this point. <coughs> I'm speculating. And the reason why I'm speculating is because we can't always say for 100% certain this is happening. But I go back and I digress. But, you know, AI has its pros and cons. I, I think AI is here to stay. I also strongly believe that if you're going to um, completely trash AI, that you should take it from the mindset that um, you should look at it to making you better. Now, AI would always give you answers that you think is correct. I've, I've asked individuals who are utilizing it to just double verify, right? You don't want to always go based on the first answer you get. You you want to construct it in a manner that it makes sense to you. And 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 two, you want to be able to modify so that it fits the bigger picture or that picture that you're trying to draw for your company or for yourself, whether it be a resume, blah, 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 right? <clears throat> and three, that you just don't arbitrarily just say, you know what? Looks good on my end, right? Say, flick it. Other than that, you know, I, I really want to hear your, your options or your opinions about AI and how you are utilizing it or your thoughts and opinions of why we shouldn't use it. Because honestly, I want to hear both sides, right? I, I utilize AI in the event of I get hard stuck, and um, when I'm stuck of coming up with words or sentences or paragraphs, I was like, hey, I have this particular um, paragraph that one, I know grammarly doesn't make sense or two, I need help enhancing. And that's the key, enhancing. I don't use it beyond the walls of like, hey, create this whole entire thing to then just say, you know, hey, this is for me. 
at least I have the moral obligation, moral compass to think that's like, hey, I created this and still feel good about publishing it. So at least like that, it takes away the imposter syndrome. So for, for, for some of you guys that feel like you are duping the system or duping your con- or um, not country, your company, don't feel that way as long as you are doing things and good intentions. That's just way, the way it is. You don't have to share with your employer the things that you are doing. All I'm saying is don't just go flick it and, and forget to modify it. Then you're looking like you got egg on your face. Other than that, I'm, I'm willing to hear your thoughts and opinions about AI, how, how that is being utilized in your, in your company or not utilized within the company. Uh, what is the security measures that you are taking in order so that you know proprietary information is not being pushed out to this thing. Other than that, I'm going to leave this one on a good note and I'll talk to you guys on the next one.